Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Geek Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And we are still not together. I know, and it's kind of my fault this week, so I do apologize. Hey, Cutie's <laughs> been trying to get like her whole life together, and like she's like selling million dollar homes and moving into like uptown condos, like you know penthouse <laughs> suites and shit. And it's like, okay, us little people. Whatever. Yeah, we're not having such a fabulous summer 16, you know, but got you. 16. I'm trying. It's about to pop off as soon as I can get these boxes unpacked. (laughs) I feel like I live in a cave right now. (laughs) So, um, did you pack your you to unpack your liquor box and what are you drinking? So I absolutely unpacked the liquor box and I cannot <laughs> wait to come over and see how I have my little liquor set up because it's popping. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm drinking on um, Sex on the Patio. Sex <laughs> on the Patio. Which is. Because we ain't got no peach <laughs> and, and no we ain't got a driveway. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I made it with Kettle One. The recipe called for citrus vodka. But kettle was the only thing I had cold because I have no ice yet. So <laughs> the struggle is real. So <laughs> kettle one. First world problems. Exactly. <laughs> kettle one vodka with blue curacao, um, peach schnapps, and I topped it with lime tonic. Okay. It was all right. So it wasn't great. So then I had to add some juice. So... <laughs> Well, I'm over here drinking on um, the Apothic Red. Oh, yes. You don't because, like no, I love it. Okay. But, you know, I took a trip to Sam's Club this weekend. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know why I told you Sam's Club was so close to your damn house. <laughs> That's completely, I gotta take the blame for that. <laughs> so, it's actually $2 cheaper. And it's probably the bigger <laughs> bottle, right? Sam's Club is about to ruin my entire life. I'm probably going to gain like three pounds. I'm going to spend way more money than necessary. Me and the boo bought like random. And when I say random, one chicken wing, a three pack of ketchup. No. 24 count hot dog. That's so ridiculous, yo. So ridiculous. I'm going to need y'all. I told you. I told you. You can. No. You got to be very specific in what you're going there for. It's a problem. Yes. Yeah. You already know the strawberry debacle. So he was like, don't you even look at strawberry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But speaking of strawberries, I pinned a strawberry drink to our page. So if you just slide through and get some strawberries. There's a drink out there you can make with all those strawberries. So what we're going to have to do is probably edit this part of the episode so then I can say, I have to get strawberries for the drink that we're making for the episode. Because <laughs> okay. he has told me, do not bring any more strawberries in this house. There is no reason for us to have like two containers, two large containers of strawberries. You bought two. Oh, my gosh. They were on sale. <laughs> Is there such thing as sale at Sam's Club? No. So the first pack I bought, they right. weren't at Sam's Club. It was Harris Teeter. Oh. They were like, buy one, get one free. And he's like, you know, you don't have to buy both. Yeah, you kind of, well, 
And then I was like, but it, but it's like strawberry season and like, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, needless to say, I made like strawberry lemonade twice <laughs> and like freeze some <laughs> for some. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that was my weekend Sam's Club. So cheers to cheers. Red One and Sex on the Patio. That's yes. our weekend. <laughs> Sam's right. Club and moving. <laughs> yes, exactly. Absolutely. Cheers. <laughs> so first things first. Um, let's talk about our event that we have coming up because we want the listeners to meet us out there. Absolutely. So ID 23 events presents cocktails on the patio. It's a foodies and fellowship summer series. And this is part two, which um, will be hosted by yours truly drink to a merry podcast. And it's taking place Saturday, July 16th at 4 p.m. And it's a private location, so you must RSVP to uh, get the information. And it's to RSVP, it's www.intensediva23.weebly.com. So, of course, we will post that information. But definitely come out. We have some exciting things that we're going to be doing at this event and can't wait to share it with you all. If there is an event to go to this summer, it's one hosted by us. Because what we can guarantee you, there will be drinks. Absolutely. And giggling. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know it. (laughs) That's what we do best. (laughs) It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. So we are embarking on our one-year anniversary, believe it or not. What's like the end? What's the one year anniversary gift like for marriage? I think it's like I hope it's like diamonds. Bah. Okay. It's like paper. Which could be money. All right. Which could be money. Okay, great. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what what I'm supposed to do with paper? You can write me a love letter? Well. Anyway, so (laughs) our one year anniversary is Friday. And so. July 1st, in honor of our one-year anniversary and all of our loyal, loyal listeners. Look, guys, I know we don't have like, you know, a 400,000 person following or whatever, but it is the few people who listen to our episodes every single week. It's the people who walk up to us on the street and say, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? Yes. Aren't you the girl from the podcast? Absolutely. It's the people that text us and say, I'm listening to your podcast. You guys are crazy. <laughs> we want to celebrate you guys. Yeah. Because if it weren't for the support and the feedback and the love and the suggestions, we probably would have quit like episode three. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I agree. I definitely agree. So, so are we, we are doing, doing an we're going to do an amazing giveaway. You know it. Here's the thing, though. It's a two-part giveaway. So for our super loyal listeners, we are going to send out an email on Friday. Oh, you say we don't have your email address? Hmm. That <laughs> means between the time this episode drops and Friday morning, you need to go to our website, drinktoremarried.com, and sign up. To receive our emails, subscribe to get our emails. And if you receive the email on Friday morning, we're going to give you three ways to enter. That means you have three chances to win. Absolutely. 
three chances to win. If you are not an email subscriber, we're going to post the giveaway on our social media pages on Friday afternoon. So again, email subscribers get first priority and they get more chances to win. I'm excited. Just saying you might want to be a subscriber. Exactly. All the perks. Yes, it's going to be fun. We're going to do um, a giveaway for our local audience to attend an event that we are hosting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give do a giveaway for someone who may not be local to us. They may not live in the Charlotte area. So who knows? Depending on, you know, if you do all three ways to enter, you might get a chance to get both. I exactly. don't know. Possibilities are endless. Exactly. So we've been talking about the giveaway, but we really wanted to tie it to something really special and memorable. So our anniversary, what's more special than that? Exactly. Cheers. I'm so excited. Clink. Clinking on the the screen. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it's been a year. Oh, my goodness. Right? It's been a good year, though. It's been like a, what? It's been a year, 50 episodes. Right. It it went so fast. It really did. It really, really did. And it's been so much fun, though. I will say, you're the bomb.com. If it were not for you, I can guarantee you I would have fell off so long ago. Like, (laughs) people, everybody needs a hey cute in their corner. She's so organized and so just professional and just diligent. And she's like, so... Here's the schedule, and we need to plan our strategy session. And she just stays on top of me, and I just be like, oh, okay, yeah. Mind you, but this is what she does for a living for other people. So I cannot take all the credit. I will not take all the credit. Look, I'm like the hairdresser that never does her own hair. That's like my MO. Like, do they do their own? Anyway, that's off topic. I'm like, do they do their own hair? Girl, or never even gets their hair done. I'm a hairdresser walking around with six month old weave. Like, girl, <laughs> I don't got time to get this done. I'm working for everybody else. Right. <laughs> so, um, well, let's hop into it. Let's hop into what would Rihanna do? Oh, yes. our summer 16. What would Rihanna do series? And as usual, it came. It's hot off the press, I think, because I don't watch this show, but I did hear it this morning on the radio. So, Memph Hits and Toya Carter, they're on the marriage boot camp, you know. Memph Hits was, what, a producer or, you know. It was like A&R, I think. A&R. Like an A&R rap. And then Toya Carter was uh, previously married to Lil Wayne, has a daughter by Lil Wayne. And Memph Hits is basically showing his ass, his whole complete black ass, on this show talking to her sideways. As, as per usual. He, I mean, he strikes me as the type of person that would do that. And I'm not even going off of, like, what Kay Michelle said about him. Oh, right. And, I mean, so I heard the audio, but when I saw it visually, the way he was all up in her face, I was like, hold up. I wish. There's only so much you're going to do for the gram. Listen. Well, and that's the thing. So I was like, I, I took it in two, two different ways, I guess I could take it. She did not flinch. So it's either he does it all the time mm-hmm. or she or he never does it and he's putting on for the television show. So in the case of, of, of this 
couple specifically, I do think they put on for the cameras. They have been on more reality shows and um, more more um, <laughs> PR rounds uh-huh. than any other divorced couple. I mean, she wrote a book how to how to lose a husband. They did. Um, there was a show on Bravo, like how to like separating your stuff after you get married, like after you're getting a divorce. Okay. Like you value your property and then this lady comes in and tells you, she's a lawyer or whatever, tells you, you know, who gets what. Okay. Um, and that was like freaking last year. I think they did that. And now you're on marriage boot camp. So right. the truth is they're already divorced and they knew they were getting are a divorce. Yes, they are very much divorced. Yes. Oh. Yes. It's like yes. final? Mm-hmm. And Toya put it out there that when the show first started, when the season of Marriage Boot Camp first started, she said, you know, hey, guys, they actually taped this like way before now. And, you know, we've moved past this and we're divorced or whatever. Yeah. Okay. They're not even okay. together anymore. I didn't even know that. Oh. So, again, I I personally feel like they're putting on for publicity. Because they're personally, yeah, they've been living separately for so long. I think you know what it is. This is what I think probably went down. He wanted to get on Love and Hip Hop, and she said no. So this was almost her way of okay. I didn't want to do that show, but let's do this so you can get these reality checks and get your name out there. Yeah, I mean, because the thing about it is, I don't think I think he's been like blackballed in the music industry, so I don't think he's like doing that anymore. Um. She get child support checks, so I'm sure she's probably good. I don't um, think like she gets child support. She's been on reality TV shows. She's written a been book. On TV, she dropped her book. Yes, and she has like her head wrap thing, and yes. she might be the biggest endorser for waist trainers I've ever seen. So, Wait, can I tell you how I have my <laughs> earphones in backwards? <laughs> You're, you're so special. So Your special. whole life is so special. Okay. Now I'm back. I'm sorry. But so, so she special. has money. You're right. She has money. This dude, she's trying to help him out. And he out there at, ugh. So. Yeah. What would Rihanna do if she was Toya Carter? It it would be too easy for me to just say Rihanna wouldn't marry him anyway because he ain't got enough money. That's just me though. Right. You know, I like to think, based on the caliber of men that Rihanna has dated, that she want to marry him in the first place. However, post-marriage, you know, you fall in love with a fool. Mm. Okay. I would have clapped back. Girl. Rihanna would have clapped back. And, and, and Toya said whatever. But no, I mean... Clap that like I ain't what? talking about saying whatever when he's 35 feet away and he done walked into the other room. I'm talking about you walk up in my face, you're gonna wish you did. Listen, L- oh, you so right because I I probably would have pushed him because I'm a physical person. What you're not gonna do is get in my space. You're not gonna and do it. Back like a little girl. And yes. so I think to some degree, even if you are doing this for publicity. It doesn't mean you have to demean me. It doesn't mean you have to disrespect me. If we've come to a mutual agreement that we're going to get out here and get these checks, let's get out here and get these checks. But you're not going to make me look like a fool in the process, though. You're not going to walk in my face and call me little girl and then, you know, purposely spill some beer on the counter and tell me to clean it up like I'm your maid. 
Can I tell you how? <laughs> it would have taken, I mean, I would have been, I would have threw a bottle at his ass. Like, it would have been a problem. They would have, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I, I <laughs> there's no way you're going to treat me like that in private, in public, and especially not on television. I'm sorry. What do you think is his motivation? Do you think he really loved her? I don't know because it just seemed like it went to shit so quick. How long were they married? Maybe three or four years, I guess. But listen to this. So, you know, okay, so she was previously married to Wayne. Not Mm -hmm. sure what alimony she was getting, but you know that stops when you get remarried. Yeah, but she probably had stopped getting alimony a long time ago because they were married, like, super young, though. Yeah, but were they divorced before he went big? Because I'm sure. I think they were divorced before he was, like, big, big. He might have had some money, but I don't think it was, like, I don't think it was, like, post-Hot Boys. Wow. Because either way, whatever money, all she would be getting now would be child support. Like, you're married to Yeah, but to I'm saying dude. you only get alimony for a certain amount of time. Like, even if it's large sums of money, it's uh-huh. not forever. Uh, I thought it was until you got remarried. <laughs> <laughs> Like we you can live together, like never get divorced, <laughs> or never get married again. <laughs> we can live together, but I got to get these checks. <laughs> or it's like the only way for these checks to stop coming is to get her married off. So, like you secretly sending men to the house, like listen, <laughs> you paying dudes, like just please go hang out with her for a little while. <laughs> let me actually let me tell you exactly what she likes. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna get you there quick, player. Look. That is so horrible. (laughs) Okay, so outside of that, it's like, do I think she really, did he love her? I don't know, because I don't know if it was just, I can't say he didn't love her, but I don't think he loved her enough to be married to her. Like, I wonder why they even got married. Because she's Lil Wayne's ex-wife. No, 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 no. I wonder, but why did she marry him? Oh, because she probably did love him. Mm. Yeah, she probably, you know, it's like, not that I have to excuse her marriage, but I could, I can see why she married Wayne. You know what I mean? Like you, you meet him super young. You guys have a baby together. Naturally, as a, as a young teen mom, I get that. I get when you're in that mentality. Had my daughter's father been like Lil Wayne, yeah, we would have got married too. Even though I knew in my heart it wasn't right, I still would have married him. Uh-huh. Um, so I could, but I don't understand how you make that same mistake twice, twice. or how you marry another man in the industry, like as if you didn't know, as if you didn't know that this is what well, comes along with it. And then, in addition to that, as if you don't have enough connections in the industry to hear stories about him right. or to hear what people say about him. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. If he were some random dude from London that nobody knew, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you didn't know he was going right. to be bad shit crazy. But, but you could have asked around. Yeah. You had a connection to the industry. You could have asked somebody. And they met at an industry party. So, yeah. It was that. Do you think... so? Th- so the Breakfast Club, I guess the question was, should Wayne. should Wayne 
say something to him. Do you think he should say something? Absolutely not. She's a grown-ass woman. You decided to marry this person whether you knew who he really was or not. Because I'm sure if Wayne knew about him or whatever, I'm sure he gave her some information before she married him. You still decided to go ahead and get married to this fool? You're on your own. Are they friends? Yeah. Wayne from Memphis. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. I think a part of me is like, yeah, I do think Wayne has some responsibility to say something. Why? The biggest reason, I think, is because his daughter still lives with her. Okay. I think. I understand that, but no, you have no right to say anything to me about the way I'm treating my wife unless your daughter says I've been treating her. You know what I mean? So honestly, not really. But how do you, how do you treat one person in the house like they're golden and treat the other person in the house like they're crap? Are you doing that because you know her daddy will get at you? Right. Like, so then it makes me feel like if you are doing that, if he's treating Wayne's daughter like she is, you know, princess of Atlanta. I don't want to say that he's treating her that kind of way. They probably just have a good relationship. Because from what I saw, she used to post pictures of him. You know, they had a decent relationship. I think it's just when you're in a relationship in general, how Mm -hmm. do you, one, it's not about the child, but... In any relationship, even if it's your own child, they're around you when you're having a good or a bad relationship. So who am I not to live there to tell you how to be in that relationship and how to be around your child in that relationship? I don't I don't think people turn the switch on and off. I don't no, think it's I'm like, oh, because I'm in a relationship, I'm I can not, turn up on this person. That's and not I, what I'm saying, though. What I'm saying is you're in a relationship with this person, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a matter of, Dude, you're not, and I'm sure he already had that conversation with Memphis Hits, whatever his name is. You're not, you know, putting your hands on my child, whatever, right? But Toya has decided to marry this man, bring him in the household, so he's going to be around your daughter. That's not really your choice to make anymore, is what I'm saying. And how she interacts with her husband, I don't think you can have a say in that. Unless this no, interaction is directly how to with, interact your child. with your child. But it is, though. I guess that's my thing. But it is. You cannot, you cannot so you separate can't, so those two. So if you two. argue with the boo in front of Aaliyah and her father comes to you. He got every right to do. This is what I'm saying. If, no, if what I'm boo, saying is If the boo is right. treating me like crap. If we're arguing, he cussing, calling me, you know, everything. He mm-hmm. calling me, look, girl. He's demeaning me. He's up in my face. And my child is present. She is affected by that. So I do think her father has the right to say, no, no, no. Well, right. If y'all want to do that, go do that somewhere mm-hmm. else. And maybe I'll take my child or I'll remove well, that, my child from funny. the situation. No, that's what you but say. to have but- the conversation, I think it's fair. I, I think it's fair to say. For one, uh-uh. let's go back to what we initially said. This was while they were at marriage boot camp. We don't know if he's just putting on for the cameras. The little girl was not there. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, he could be putting on for the cameras. Uh-huh. It just seems weird to me. It just like I know people are extra for the cameras. I totally get that. One hundred percent. People out here trying to get checks. 
You out here trying to stir up drama because you know that's what the network wants. Mm -hmm. I get it. But to some degree, you cannot morph into a different person just because of a camera. That is who you are. Um, I don't doubt that that's who he lives in But listen, it probably does. But I don't think he was like that with her necessarily. I don't know. I think he... How she stood there was like, I've seen this before. I, I said that. I said, unfamiliar to me. I said she's either seen it before or she knows he's putting on for the cameras. One of the two. But again. I don't know. I don't know, hey, cutie. Even I, if we in a play, you ain't finna, like, call me no little girl. Like, <laughs> you're not about to do none of that. Cut I feel it. Cut I, agree, I agree with you there. <laughs> what I don't agree necessarily is saying that Wayne has a right to say anything. To... Who? Who? No. Okay. So if he has a right to say something, who is he to address? All of them. No. Everybody. Her and I him. say the only. Yeah, I said the only person he should be addressing is Toya because that's who's responsible for their daughter. That dude yeah. don't got no ties to their daughter. What I you look like going to him? Let my daughter be down there with you her can daddy. Talk to His whoever you want. Is out there cutting up. I'm rolling up. I don't care oh. if she don't listen. I am going to say what I want right. to say, though. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I said, I don't I don't think he should. That's not, to me, it's not your place. But does it stop people from doing it? No, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be all up in it, though. I, I would be. I would be like, look. <laughs> look at your face. You don't make that much money. Okay. <laughs> like, unfortunately, it all comes back to money. You don't make that much money. If you guys aren't going to be together, then you just need to go separate and carry on with your life. Okay, right. sir? And I would have a talk with my daughter, too, and be like, boo-boo kitty, I'm going to need you to go to college because what your mama got going on up in here, you need to go to college. Well, okay, you need to this 16, house. <laughs> what, 17, so she's not even, she's about to go to college, but shit, she done divorced the man. So it's almost a moot point. Like you said, he hasn't been living there for how long? How they been married? What? They were married three years. He probably lived there for two. And he said, <laughs> man cave across town. Right. Bye. <laughs> yeah. What would Rihanna do? Chai. Cuss both of them out. Like, like, <laughs> if Rihanna was toy, she would have cussed him smooth out, put her foot so far up in his ass, he would have opened his mouth and her toes would have been hanging out. That's what would have happened if it was Rihanna. Now, if Rihanna was Wayne, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Cuss both of them out. I pissed the witness. Look at him. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Look, roll up on him. But Roll up on him. I don't feel like he has a right to, but hell, I mean, you're a parent. You, I'm not a parent either. So for me, it's like, you know. And I think, I think the hard part too is like, to some degree, I think it's okay for men to step up. And I think for him to step to another man, not telling him what to do, but even just to have a conversation and say like, what the hell is going on? Like what's what's good? What's going on from a I man to a man? I think you need that. I think different. you need to step to other men and be like, "Bruh, either you got anger issues and you need some counseling, either you're not in love with her, you need to leave her, whatever." But that's different. Rolling up, I think I'm like, no. But if you want to have a man to man conversation, like, "Yo, what's good?" I think that's more. I would, you know, I could see, I would do that. But I I'm not gonna be rolling up because again. 
You all you get in is one side of the whatever what they want to put on reality television. He should have been telling Toya as not to even do the show because now your daughter got to see this bullshit whether he's ever done it in front of her or not. Now you're being degraded in front of the world with your dumb ass, little girl. For, Look at for a check. You know, at sure what point are people going to stop selling their souls for a check? Well, let me tell you something. Did they come do a reality show on Drink Till We're Married? I'm sold. <laughs> really? Like for real? Yes. Oh, you're not going to be on the show with me? We're not doing a reality show about the podcast? Nigga, you smile. I- now look, I would be like, let me think of who who I would be. Oh, look it, I'm gonna be Nini because Nini's so damn bougie. But I want to be new Nini though. Yes, new, new, new. Not the old ratchet, ratchet, but like new where I'm just too good for this. Okay, if you're gonna be Nini, then no, I think I'll you be... need to be Nini. I'll be Phaedra. Like, I can talk about all y'all shit, but don't talk about mine, though. <laughs> and worry about what's going on behind the walls of my home. Oh, God. <laughs> Clutching my pearls every five minutes. And like, oh, oh, ooh, he did that, girl. Ooh. Even though, like, Phaedra <laughs> like, is just like the, I just want to talk about everybody, but I don't want nobody to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And then she'd be giving him looks like. Ooh, really? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the way she was looking at um Kim Fields, like, oh, you don't got a sitter? Ooh. <laughs> you don't got three nannies in a maid? Oh, what right. kind of life are you living? <laughs> yeah, that I would totally be Phaedra. Totally. Like, decked out. <gasps> Calling my sons like Prince this and President that and <laughs> girl extra. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> like if they would be like extra, and you could sub this. her mom because um, I'm not that close to my mom, but you could sub her mom for my sister. Oh gosh, yes. so I'd be sitting around listening to my sister's bad <laughs> advice. <laughs> no, he's so foolish. <laughs> Oh, gosh. That is freaking hilarious, yo. Yeah. Family photos and all Burberry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> From head to toe, everybody matching. Yeah. Girl. Mm. Yeah. So, the, so anyway. The, what will Rihanna do kind of brings us into the larger topic we wanted to talk about today, right? So Yeah. I think it sheds light on unhealthy relationships. Absolutely. Um, there, there is this thin line between a healthy and unhealthy relationship. And I think it's important for our singles out there and, and our people who are in relationships and marriages to get really clear on what an unhealthy relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. So... I'll just say this. I'll start with what I think a healthy relationship is. Okay. If you can go 10 days without, like, cussing each other. (laughs) 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 If you can go 10 days without rolling your eyes, cussing each other out. (laughs) Wait, I got to go 10 days without rolling my eyes. It's impossible. (laughs) 
Because I roll my eyes even on a good day. Like, why you say that with your stupid ass? <laughs> I like a real roll your eyes, though. Like, a, oh like I'm going to cut God, you with my eyes. so sick of his entire existence. Goodness, how long does it take to be with someone until you get to that point? Because I think everyone gets to that point in a relationship. So I don't know if that's really a, you know. No, I'm saying those points come. But if they're every day, oh, if every day you roll over and look at your partner like, okay, so every day is for there how a way long? for me to get rid of you and get rid of the body and collect your insurance money and not go okay. to jail? If that's the first time you roll over and look at your spouse in the morning, <laughs> that's you're in an unhealthy relationship. Absolutely. Listen, that is a problem. I would say another, I mean, so I know I don't think a person, an other person can make you happy, but I feel like they can take away your happiness. And I think if that's happening in a relationship, it's definitely unhealthy. Mm-hmm. If, if you think about leaving this person or them leaving you and you feel like your quality of life is probably going to be better. It's in an unhealthy relationship. Probably unhealthy. That's definitely true. Yeah, I mean, I think healthy relationships are built on trust. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're built on having a high level of communication. It does not mean you have to agree on everything, but are you even talking about it? Are you opening your mouth to say, hey, you're bringing down my happy level today? Not gonna, I don't, I don't want you to bring down my happy level. Like, yeah, do you need to go sit in your corner? Cause my happy level is on 10 and you're on three, and I don't want to be at a seven because mm-hmm. I'm hanging around with you. Um, I think, yeah, I think trust and, and friendship too. Yes, because, and I, I, I honestly hate the cliche, oh, your partner has to be your best friend because I guess it all depends on how you define best friend. Because for me, I have, you know, female best friends. Not to say he's not a, you know, we're not friends, Mm -hmm. but best friend? I don't know. Because there's some things I would tell my best friend that I would not tell my man. Because it's about him? No. it's It could be just, like, female things or, do you know what I mean? Like, so to me, if. I don't know. The whole best friend friend thing? Eh. But friends, absolutely. Like, I have to feel like we're... uh, Best friends, no. Companion, yes. Like, I Mm. don't feel like you need to be my best friend. Because my best friend, we could do any and everything together. I don't want to do everything with my man. (laughs) I don't. Because there's things I just want to do with my girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I don't I don't necessarily want to do everything with him, but I want the possibility though. I want the yeah. option. But there's some like, things I just do with my girls, you know? I can't think of anything I couldn't do. I I can't do with him. I can think of things I don't want to do with him. Well, maybe it's because that. I know how he is right. or because it's like this is kind of weird like I well, I'm not. I'm not things. about getting a mani pedi with my man, right? But that's I mean, like that's manicures something. before. But it's like, mm. yeah. I mean, we've gotten manicures together, but it's not like it's not the same as me saying, you know, cutie. When is your appointment? I'm gonna come when you come. 
Right. That's kind of different because I just want to have girl time with you. But I wouldn't feel like it would be something he can't do with me. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's things he can't do with me. There's just things I don't want him to do. Like, because me, I like my own space and I like some things to just be mine. Yeah, so. it it is hard to be best friends with your partner. Um, I think I think me and the boo are best friends. He's probably my best friend. I'm probably not his. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's iffy. It's days I feel like he just be looking at me like, "Girl, what?" <laughs> <laughs> but I I think. It's hard. It is hard to be best friends with your spouse or your partner because there are things that that they may want to share with you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard for you to swallow. Right. You know what I mean? And it's well, like I don't think that you shouldn't share though because that's Yeah, where- yeah. You you should share. It's just it takes that it's I know I have had to grow as a partner, mm-hmm. I have to like take off my I'm your fiance hat and put on my okay, you're just sharing this because you need to share this with a friend. Mm-hmm. Because what I really want to tell you is like, <laughs> right. whatever. You know, like if he's if he's having a conversation with me about something that's like, I don't know, going on with his friends or whatever. Fuck them. Like, I don't like your friends anyway. You know what I mean? Like, slash fiance, but I can't, like, say that. Right. I can't be like, you need to get you some new friends. You need to just hang out with my friends because I don't like your friends. I can't say that. <laughs> I got like, oh, really? For yeah. real? And what happened? Well, maybe you should think about saying this. Yeah. But I, I am in no way saying that, you know, like, our relationship is perfect. But I think it's healthy for the most part. I think... We communicate about the good, the bad, the ugly, the I don't even want to communicate with you right now, but I guess we got to talk it out. Um, But I just wonder, how do you know when you've crossed that line from healthy to unhealthy? I think it's definitely like what we've said, though. It's things where when you start questioning the relationship, questioning why not just questioning it i guess questioning why am i in this relationship i think that's mm-hmm. a that's a huge one when you start saying that you really need to try to answer it because if you can't answer it then you really don't need to be in that relationship but do you think to some degree just asking that question like having it pop up in your head like why am i doing this what What's like your question you said having like if you are in a relationship and the thought pops up in your mind, why am I in this relationship? Oh, I'm not I saying that's, that's a huge flag. It's a huge flag and it's not necessarily one to end it because it may not have anything to do with that other person. It may have something to do with you. Like that's not all that you should look at because yeah, I mean, I would like to believe you should question why am I in this relationship every so often because sometimes you just do things because you're used to doing them, not because they're serving you any purpose. Mm. But when you're answering that question and or you're asking it like, why the fuck? You know, like, and it's some malice with it. Yeah, then there's a problem. But for you to just be really evaluating your situation and making sure you're 
in a relationship because you truly want to be with this person and not just because you want to be in a relationship? There's a difference to the question, I guess, in my opinion. But I think you should ask it. Do you think sometimes in evaluating the question, we we justify things to come to the answer that we want to come to? Oh, absolutely. Because you're not ready for the real answer. When when you have to justify, you're not ready for the real answer. (laughs) Yes. It's like, I think I, I was, I was talking about this earlier. Like we put, we'll, we'll, we'll have a partner, right? Let's say our partner is 90% good. Mm -hmm. You know, girl, he fine. Girl, he got a job. Girl, he takes good care of me. Girl, you know, all the things that we ascribe to a good man or our good man, Mm -hmm. he might do that 90% of the time. And then 10% of the time, he might have an issue or a trigger or a pain point or something that causes him to turn from nice guy to hope. So that 10% is too much for me because that means every 10 days, one day out of 10 days, you're going to act like a fucking fool and I don't got time for your bullshit. But there are a lot of women that I think justify like, well, girl, no, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He just, you know, he don't like when I be out drinking with my friends and that causes him to get upset because he'd rather I be at home with him. And mind we you, will justify look at, that. Mind you, he met you his- at the- but he met you at the bar while you was drinking with exactly, your friends. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Mm-mm. But we'll justify that and we'll justify his behavior around that. Right. Like, of course. well, it's almost like he would be 100 if I didn't do this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Or if this situation didn't occur, he would be 100. Yeah. No. Have you ever How been in a situation d- like that? Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, I have. I have. And it takes a while for you to realize, though, nobody realizes that they're justifying things. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like You don't realize you're doing it. And you either have to have somebody on the outside say, hey, boo-boo, that actually doesn't make sense what you're doing here. Or the 10 outweighs the 90, boo-boo. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, even though he only cuts up 10% of the time, that outweighs the 90% of the time that he's awesome. To me, it does. Because, I mean, but like I said, 90%, it wasn't enough anyway. Not Because no one's perfect, so it's not going to be 100%. But 10 days, every 10 days, one day, you're going to turn into the Hulk? No. You're not going to do that with me. <laughs> How do you, I, you know, I really think a part of the problem is, and we say this so much and it's like, you just can't harp on it enough. You don't know who you're in a relationship with. I don't think, honestly, I don't think you know a person. Um, like you, I don't feel like you ever fully know a person. You only know what that person <laughs> wants you to know. I don't care how long you've been with them. And it's not even them wanting you to know it. I think certain situations have to bring out certain things. It's like, how do I know what your non-negotiable is? How do I know what your pain point is? How do I know what's going to be that trigger that's going to turn you into the Hulk until it actually happens? And what if that doesn't happen for a year and a half and we engaged and got a baby on the way? 
Listen. And we, now it's like, oh, what? Like, what? I didn't even... What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that happens, I think, to people every single day. And it's like... Or here's a better example. When I think about my relationship with the boo, we, we went, let's say, three years in a certain dynamic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm making the money. He's in school. You don't know how people are going to act when those dynamics change, when they're in the reverse. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it it would not, if, if he were to just turn into this, you know, dictator or something, I wouldn't have known that until like three years. And we living together, engaged, and, and it's like, wait, what? Who is this guy? But you know what the problem is, though? The problem isn't when you come to this realization of who this guy is. The problem is when you stay because I'm engaged and we live together. So the hell what? Engagements get called off every day and people move out every day. Do you know what I mean? So it's almost like why I say question, why am I in this relationship? Because if you're having these, what, 10 out of nine out of 10 days good and that, you know, one bad and it's crazy, he turned into the Hulk. You have to, okay, do I want to deal with this for the rest of my life if we're engaged? And, you know, is this something I really want to deal with? Like, but this is what I'm saying. I think that's where the justification comes in. It's well, like, if, if that were going on with me, I could say, oh, well, well, the first time, if I go back to working at a full-time company, maybe that won't be, he won't be such a dictator, but it's because I'm trying to build my business. You know what I mean? It's people then, justify this stuff. But then you have to also say, if you want someone that's going to be supporting your dreams and your goals, he's not it then. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So you justify it. But are you justifying it because you want to rem- you want to be married? That's what I'm saying. I said, you can't just question that person's actions. you got to question why you're accepting those actions. Why am I staying here? He, I know he's a dickhead. Why am I still here? So where is like, where is the line of no going back, though? Where is that? I think because there is a thin line between healthy and unhealthy. So in relationships, is it? How do you know? I guess it's like, how do you get really clear on you can't come back from that? How do you decide? Oh, he called me a bitch. Is that worth me giving out my four year relationship? Well, I think only each individual can question, like can set that those parameters. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm not going to react off of one instance. I'm not the, I'm not a knee jerk type of person. I've said that before. I'm going to watch you and believe me, oh, mm-hmm. I'm watching and I'm assessing the situation and I'm making my plan because yeah. when I make my plan and I decide, oh, it's a wrap. There is no, like you said, there is no coming back from it. But people are so quick to make these, you know, knee jerk reactions. They break up for a couple of days and they back together or a couple of weeks or no. Are you, when you're watching, are you looking for the number of occurrences? Are you looking mm-hmm. for the types of occurrences? Or are you looking at how the, how the person is making you feel overall? It's how I feel overall. Because, oh, believe me. I mean, I have my days where I'm not to be bothered with either. So I can't be like, oh, you know what I mean? Who knows if it's every one out of 10 days. What am I? It could be every one out of five days. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's, what does that person, I'm showing you who I am. Because this is another thing. People show us who they are. It's whether we are looking and believing them. 
because there are so many signs that are shown so early in a relationship but because we're all in that honeymoon phase and we're all excited about being in this new relationship you don't see those signs you straight up ignore those signs yeah of, I, of course we ignore things of course of right. course we but, wouldn't be human beings if we didn't ignore right. but once the you signs. get out of the honeymoon stage yeah. you have to make sure that when you start seeing these things for what they are, don't forget that he's shown you before. So now you should really be seeing, oh, he's he hasn't changed. I've nested, I've changed really in this relationship to really be, you know, trying to see what's what and what's real. And it, you can't blame the other person either. Because again, like I said, they've been showing you is what you wanted to see and what you're willing to accept. And I'm not saying just because you accepted it once, you can't put your foot down and not accept it anymore. And I think that's where people go wrong, too. It's like, oh, well, he's done it before and I didn't say anything. It's probably crazy if I say something now. No, the hell is not. I can accept Mm -mm. it one day, don't accept it one day, and then accept it again. That's my damn business. (laughs) It's your prerogative. It's your prerogative what you want to take and what you don't want to take. And I, what I think, one, I don't think people, and I'm not even just going to say women. I think it's women and men. I don't think people in relationships draw the line on emotional and verbal abuse as much as they should. No, you are so right because it happens and you don't even realize it. I'm so serious that it it happens and you don't, I've been there and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, feeling like I feel like I'm emotionally abused. That is the worst place you ever want to be because one, you're like, for me, I'm like, gosh, I never thought that would happen to me. And then it's like, goodness, why did it take me so long to realize it? Mm-hmm. But it didn't mean I stayed. Do you know what I'm saying? But and- that's a huge part of it, though. The first part, like, wait, this is happening to me? So recognizing that it's happening, right? Because mm-hmm. you, Because you don't think it would happen to you, you don't recognize the signs of it. It's kind of like, you know... It's kind of like a woman being on birth control and then somehow she gets pregnant. I didn't think that's why right. I was nauseous. I thought it was because I ate bad shrimp. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't think that's why my body was changing. I thought it was the second and third. Because you're not even thinking it can possibly happen to you, it takes so long for you to even recognize, mm-hmm. ding, 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 this is what's going on. Then I think there's still a place of denial that happens after that. Like must not know who I am. This ain't what it is. It's this. And then you justify, Mm -hmm. right? So it's denial and then justification. And then it's like, okay, but wait, (laughs) this is what's going on. I am being emotionally or verbally abused. It's not okay. Mm -hmm. Now I need to leave. You know, but I think think that stage of getting clear takes so much time. It it does, because this didn't happen for me overnight at all. And I mean, there were days where it was good, and then there were days where I'm like, no. Do you know what I mean? But you have to be mindful of all of that and not just taking it, like when you're looking at a relationship to try to figure out if it's healthy or unhealthy. You have to look at the entire relationship. Mm -hmm. I think people try to focus on the good. Even when you have, like, let's say we broke up this week, and then, of course, you're missing this person. You focus on the good. No, you have to focus on yeah. the entire relationship because you're forgetting what got you broken up anyway if you're not looking mm-hmm. at the entire relationship. 
Yeah, of but course. The boomerang effect happens, though. That back and forth. That no, I miss you. <laughs> no, there, there is a void that this person filled, right? right. That's why you were with them in the first place. And I think it takes a lot to be strong and to stay out of a relationship. I don't think so. I think it takes being clear on why you're leaving. I don't think it takes a lot to stay away because I think people break up and it's not, it's over some, I don't want to say ridiculous, but something where you haven't really gotten to your breaking point. You're either doing it to prove a point. Do you know what I mean? There's some other things on why you're doing it. Or maybe he broke up with you and you didn't want to be broken up and you do whatever to get back. Could it still rest in a place of, you know, deep down inside though, that it ain't right. It's just, that's just not the reason y'all broke up. Yeah. Well, let me I've say, had that let me say to this. Me. Like, I, I know deep inside this relationship ain't right, but it's like, oh, but we broke up because, you know, I don't know, because something stupid. No. Well, let me say this. So pride, pride will get you sometimes too, where it's like, oh, he broke up with me. Why he break up with me? You know what I mean? Like, no, we getting back together. But you know together. you ain't happy anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. no, but you mad because he broke up with you. And <laughs> like, if you don't or like that man, walk away. <laughs> you break up over something that's like, you know, I don't know, like a text message from somebody else. But then it actually ends up not being the thing that you thought it was that you right. broke up over. So it's kind of like, well, are we going to get back together? Because it wasn't that thing. Like, you actually weren't talking to the neighbor. And I was like... Well, shit, not really, though, because I really don't want to be with you anymore. Right. <laughs> Even though I found out you weren't cheating on me, I still don't want to be with you. <laughs> That's a hard conversation to have. And I think nine it. times out of ten, people just get back together. And then it's like, let me figure out another reason for us to bring <laughs> Let me tell you how. When it happened to me, we were living together. And it was... A matter of, gosh, we broke up in, like, I want to say August or September. We lived together until October. Oh. Seriously? Yes. And let me tell you how. I was so clear. (laughs) There was no, like, no second. If anything, he kept proving my point. But it goes to the pride thing where he just really couldn't understand it from my perspective because to him it happened. It seemed like it happened overnight. But for me, it was a course of months. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just getting getting really clear on your relationship is unhealthy and it's time to end it. It's just like because it does settle inside of you. It's kind of like, you know, when Oprah says, um, you you get these signs, the first sign, it's like a little subtle, like, tap on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can, you can heed to the sign, um, and then this package is like a gentle, like, knock on the door, you know, like, hey, you need to be aware of this thing is going on, you know, you need to do something about it. And then you can choose to not heed to that. But the third time, it's going to hit like like a plane crash or like a car crash. You know what I mean? It's going to hit you so hard. Now you have no choice 
but to do something. Or sometimes it's even too late for you to do anything. Yeah. And it's it's like you if you already are feeling some stirring inside of you at that gentle tap on the shoulder, just go ahead and take heed. Yeah. Well, when you hear that, when you get that gentle tap, you need to really open your eyes because yeah, it's for a reason. And that's for men and women. I mean, it's for a reason. And Don't I absolutely hate when people are like, so these these boomerang relationships, you know, you know, the ones e- like everybody has like a pair of friends where it's like, oh, my God, I wish I would just like leave each other, just break Ended up just, already. Like, <laughs> like you're exhausting our whole squad. Yes, like, yes, you guys aren't really good for each other. Like. Either they argue all the time or you just get sick of, like, the phone calls of, like, this MNF, oh, okay, all right. right. Like, <laughs> but I think people stay for reasons that are, like, reasons that, that, are, that are, are bigger than them. And I know this when I look at, like, my sister's situation. Mm-hmm. She stayed for reasons that she felt like were bigger than her. Like, I'm going to stay with him because I have three kids with him. Right. And because I want my kids to grow up in the home with their father. But see, I think that's where people go wrong because it's, I always say it doesn't matter. It's not about the person's presence in the home. It's their presence in their life. And to me, when you're living in a home, kids pick up when it's not happy. They can pick up when there's an attitude, when there's animosity, or kids see it probably better than you see it. So oh, yeah. staying just because you have kids, I don't feel like it's ever the answer because you probably have a healthier relationship with them being separate, being happy. Because if you're not happy in that relationship, kids pick up on that too. Yeah, I think it's it's kids. Kids is normally the number one thing. Oh, because, you know... The kids absolutely pick up on it. They're not stupid. They know you guys are arguing. Um, I was telling, I was telling the boo. I remember when my parents used to argue, mm-hmm. and my mom is like a firecracker. Like she can go from zero to ten quick. <laughs> and my dad is like. The quiet storm. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to lecture and he'll be super mellow. But everybody in the family knows you don't. mm -mm, It's a certain point. Oh, you don't want it. One, I don't know how they, like, how did y'all even meet and click? Like, why would you guys decide to get married and procreate? It's like my first question. (laughs) Whose idea was this? Like, did you guys not see the signs early on? Right. That is so funny. <laughs> but I can remember one one time they were arguing, and we used to have this um, round coffee table in our living room. So we had this, like, large, like, L-shaped sofa mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it's, like, round coffee table. And it was made of glass, but it had these three layers. Mm-hmm. And so you could like move, like you could move the different layers out. Okay. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And boy, 
they got into an argument and my daddy just decided that he was about to break everything and he broke the coffee table. Oh, like wow. I bought all this shit in this house. And <laughs> wow. I'm like, what? Right. This motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> Y'all shouldn't be together. I'm in like elementary school. Like right. oh, but old enough to realize. It was a problem. Probably shouldn't be together. Right. (laughs) I'm going to go out and limp say this isn't healthy. (laughs) (laughs) And that coffee table, sir, the three of us, as in me, my brother, my sister, we actually used to use that. So, (laughs) are you going to replace that? (laughs) (laughs) I know you're mad at her, but we used to actually use the coffee table because we're the ones home all day long. Like, understanding that this is, it's it's infectious Mm -hmm. to your children. It is, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's affecting them and it's affecting them. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm on both sides. And so it's like, um, mm -mm. you guys are probably better separate. Yeah. You know? And I get for a lot of people, though, finances is a factor. Listen. Finances is a factor. I understand that. I have another family member who's, you know, I just, I never know if they're off or on, depending on the day. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, you know, he was with me when I needed to go through school. He was with me when I needed to go through school and finish my degree and, Yada, yada, yada. Um, He took care of the kids while I did that and and paid all the bills. And then likewise, you know, I was there when he wanted to go back to school and get a different degree. And almost like we owe something to each other or or one person owes the other person something. And it's like, well, it wouldn't be fair for it wouldn't be fair for me to leave him when he was supporting me all this long time when I was trying to get my stuff popped off. Yes. No, that's what quarters for. That's why we <laughs> <laughs> separate these funds, this property, and we walk away. Let's be, I would prefer to walk away and still be able to be amicable than walk away like War of the Roses. You ever see that movie? I have. Girl. Yes. yes. I'm not dying <laughs> trying to stay in this relationship with your foolish ass. <laughs> but the thing with War of the Roses is they were a little bit older. Jer, it's so crazy for me to see young people, and by young, I mean anywhere between 35 to 50. Yes. What? But Why are you acting like this is the end-all, be-all? Like, as if whatever you accumulated up to this point, you can't accumulate after. You're still young. But I feel like people, they see, maybe in these relationships... They have their single friends and they see the single scene is not popping because <laughs> it's not popping. But it's let me tell you. <laughs> but let me tell you how I'm going to be single out here for years before I'm going to be with somebody I can't stand or I'm not happy with. I'm sorry. Single I'm stress-free? I'll right. take it. Every every day I'll take it because honestly, I just, I, I would rather be alone than be with someone and be unhappy. And that's just Absolutely. what it is. Yeah, absolutely. My um, I was talking to my waxing lady and she's she just went through a divorce and she just said that 
she stayed way too long. Mm-hmm. And she knew from the beginning that she shouldn't have married him. Oh. And I'm like. Why? Girl, three kids later, a decade and three kids later, and you knew you shouldn't have married him? And you still there. And you were why, still Sway? there. Why, no. Sway? Why did you? Why? How? Because there is no way. See, I think, and that's why I'm against. That kind of goes to the root of why I'm against marriage. And the reason I say I'm against it, I believe in the constitution of marriage. I'm against it because I refuse to let that be my goal in life. Like I refuse to set it as. By any means necessary. Right. So Mm -hmm. no, I prefer companionship over marriage. And if we, my companion and I get married, then he and I are going to be happy as hell. Do you know what I'm saying? Because when we set marriage as a goal, women tend to accept any damn thing just to have that title. You have people who aren't married in relationships because they see they see a, a light at the end of the tunnel and that light girl. being marriage. And it's like, well, girl, we've been together 14 years. So I know I- a couple like that who have been together since college do propose. I think it was I was still in New York, I think. I don't believe they're married still but they're still engaged and they're happy but this is my thing too your standard of happiness does not have to equate what society says your happiness needs to be so if you're happy and being engaged and never getting married listen do that shit for the rest Look, of your life do do your oprah instead man yeah you know it is what it I is am, i'm here for that lifestyle because listen when i pop off and make these millions what you're not gonna do is try to marry me <laughs> and then try to take my good old money. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't really care about that as much. Like if, if you were with me from when I made the millions, but I don't, you know what I mean? I don't care. Oh I don't yeah, care no. It. Like it's not that deep. No, I'm not deep with that. But I'm you- not going to stay with you because I think you're my best chance at getting married. Oh, and I feel like, not. you know, I, I, I know somebody that I feel like that's what they're doing. Like, girl, yeah. y'all been together like forever in 2016, 2003, maybe 2004. So 12, 13 years. And they're married. Mm-mm. But but Wait. but you were engaged. But you were engaged, and you were planning a wedding, and Call you called off. the wedding off, and then you got back together, and then you gave an ultimatum, and that was like. Three years ago, you gave an ultimatum, like, by the end of that year, you needed to be married or y'all was going to break up. That was, like, three years ago. Let me tell you something. Another reason I'm against ultimatums, because for me, I don't have to tell you what I'm doing. You just know that I'm, I'm leaving because I'm not getting what I need. I'm not telling you a time frame to give it to me in. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm going to give you a time frame because I think it's only fair. And the no. reason I say that, too, is because I do think men men do put time and effort into an engagement, right? Listen. And I need you to know, hey, hey, boo-boo, you actually don't have five years to save up for this, you know, 18. You, you don't got two years to try and plan this super. No, no, no. You actually don't even have six months. Well, because you wait on your income tax check to buy this ring, you you actually don't have that much time. No. So, so I think to put that fire under you to let you know. Mm-mm. I, so well, for me, it doesn't come in an ultimatum though. 
I'm all, yes, you should communicate. Listen, this is what I need. And if I don't get it by the time I need it, I don't need to tell you six months. No, nigga. If you want to be with me, you fucking propose. Because you should know the type of woman I am. If you don't have the ring right away, that's fine. But if we're not that, you know what I'm saying. But you need to, don't just do it because you think I'm leaving. That's why I'm not for ultimatums because you're going to just do whatever you think you need to do to get me to stay. I want it to be genuine. So no, I don't want I don't, to get, I'm not giving you. I don't think all men do though. I think some men are like, no, 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to propose. And then it's like, as but a woman. I don't woman, even want to have that inkling in my head that that's why you did it. So that's why I won't give a man an ultimatum. No, I'm leaving. Thanks. Been real. Oh, girl, I don't care. I don't care what the reason is you did it. It's like me telling many goddess, I need you to clean that kitchen up. And if you don't clean the kitchen up, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I don't need to know that's why she did it because she know her phone will get taken. I don't care what the reason is. I want the kitchen clean. <laughs> to me, that's different. But- so if you feel like me giving you a deadline is the reason that it puts some fire under you, because otherwise, no. if you weren't going to marry me, I need to know that so I can leave. But that's my point. So for me, how else would you know, though? Because he hasn't proposed. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. No, I guess I don't think I don't think a man not proposing means he doesn't want to. Well then this is my point though. It's he hasn't done it in my time frame, then I'm leaving. So But does he know what your time frame is? Okay, so what we've been together how many years? Give me an example. Five years. Yeah, that's too long. But that's what I'm saying. Does he know that though? Well, you know it's too long, but he might feel like. But okay, I'm having fun. But if we, I guess that's the, what I'm but saying. No, if we've had the, I've already said this. So if we've had communication about what we want, I think five years is too long for someone to be trying to decide they want to get married to you. No, I'm sorry, it just shouldn't take five years for for you to realize that. So it takes conversation because I'm sure when you're giving the person an ultimatum, he's pushed you to that point of giving him an ultimatum. Is my point. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying no. if he's like, if he's like, yeah, I want to marry you. Okay. Then I you love you. To, yeah. But you need to propose and you need to make it happen. But you wanting to do it and actually doing it are two different things is my point. But how do you know when it's going to happen? If your relation, let's just say your relationship is good. I ain't saying you got like big issues or nothing. Relationship is good. You have said, hey, I I desire marriage. That's the you know, that's the next logical step that I desire in this relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, yeah, I desire to get married too. I love you. And then it's like, you're four. And then he's like, no, I really love you. We're going to get married one day. And then it's like, you're five. And he's like, what's the rush? If we are going to get married, do we have to get married? You're five or you're 10 or you're 15. But that's my point because I'm not hung up on marriage. But you said giving a person an ultimatum. So for me, if we're happy and that's not what my goal is, I'm good. No, I'm not saying you specifically. But if you know you want to get married, how does he know when if if not for you telling him? Because you should both be having the conversation. I don't. My point is you should never have to get, I don't feel like you should get to a point where you have to give a person an ultimatum. You're going to propose to me or I'm leaving. Bye. So in the beginning of the relationship, do you say, because one, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me to say in the beginning of a relationship no. to put a time frame on this. Like I'm if not, we married in two years, I'm That's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm but saying I'm is, I'm asking you as a woman who, not you specifically, then you can't but ask could me. you advise women who have a desire to get married and don't want to be in a relationship for seven to ten years? How else do they say what their time frame is? But, but that's for what I an think. Ultimatum. But honestly, because I don't think it should have to get to an ultimatum. If you have, listen for a moment. <laughs> if you're in a relationship. And you've mm-hmm. already both discussed that you want to be married and okay. your relationship is fine. I, I don't understand where the ultimatum comes into play. You're not answering my question. My question is yeah. for a woman that desires to be married within a certain time frame. But that's my, I have a problem with that. You want to be married within a certain time frame. What? And you starting from the bottom floor and you're not in relationship. So how do you put a time frame on something? You're not even in a relationship. So then your goal is just, hold are, on, but then your goal is just to get married. So you're trying to marry whatever asks you. I have a problem with that. How do you okay, put a time frame on it? My what thing if you is, are in a relationship? What if, right. you're in a re- what if you've been in a relationship for two years and y'all got a baby, but you know you don't want to do, you don't want to just be in a relationship for having, another four years. Right. But And that's the conversation you have. It's not an ultimatum. Like, look, I'm not doing, listen, listen. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not doing this for another four years. That's not saying you have until the end of the week. I'm not giving you a time frame. What if I'm you saying. Say, hey, I'm not doing this for another four years. That means four years from now, I won't be here. That is an oh, ultimatum. Let me tell you, it won't take four years. That's but, a declaration. My ass is. will be gone in four years. That's an ultimatum. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but to me, an ultimatum is if you don't propose to me in six months, I'm gone. If you don't, if we're not married in four years, I'm leaving. That's an ultimatum. Okay. No, you're right. But that would never come from me because to me, I don't verbally need to say that because we should have been having conversation. We should be having conversations. So we both know we're on the same page. You should know. I should know as the woman that yes, he's going to propose to me. It's a matter of when. Was that not your situation? Oh, no, you gave an ultimatum. My situation? Yeah, you gave an ultimatum. Hell no, no. I'm putting a timeline on this. See, I I don't believe that because for me, whether he does it, yeah, a man is going to do it in his time frame. But he should know who he's dealing with. So he shouldn't have to be, you know, I shouldn't have to come back to you with this declaration of three months, six months, two years, whatever. I guess I'm just saying, unless you actually give a time frame it's unfair to assume that you are on the same wavelength. So regardless of when that conversation happens, I don't think it should happen in the beginning of a relationship. Oh, you don't not. know. Thank right. You. But right. at some point in it, if you're, if you're at the point, I mean, I can't tell you when hell it might be six months. I don't know. It could be a year. It could be two years. It's it could be five years. Everybody. But if you're at that point and you realize, okay, you are the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. I am the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. But I know I don't want to just do this song and dance for another decade. I have to tell you what my timeline is. And I think unless I tell you what my timeline is and actually stick to it, then what's the point of me telling you in the first place? What's the point of me saying, I want to be married in five years? And then five years comes and goes. And I'm like, well, I was just saying, I didn't want to give you no ultimatum. But that's the problem. If you want to be married in five years and you still stick around for six and seven years, he didn't, he's not taking you seriously. So my point is, why do I have to give you a timeline if you're going to do it in your own time anyway? 
right? Because people need timelines. People don't need timelines. If something, if it could happen, it's kind of like, it's as simple as us recording this episode. I could do it at 10 o'clock at night. I could do it at six in the morning. But if you say to me, I need this done by this specific time. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to do it on this day. Then it's like, oh, okay. Because I'm not, I'm not in your head. I don't know what you have going on and you don't know what I have going on. But for actually saying, this is what I want and this is when I want it. For both parties to get on the same wavelength. And I think saying saying an ultimatum i think ultimatums have a negative connotation maybe that's but it is it simply is. saying that like i have a timeline in my mind and i need to see if we're on the same timeline because i don't because i don't want to just do this for another 10 years but see you're using four years 10 years that's not yeah you're setting a precedent. i don't want to do this for another year but if six you, months listen, okay so let me say this <laughs> If you don't want to do what you're doing at this moment for another 10 years, how are you marrying this person? Are you saying you don't want to do this being single? Because I No, no, no. Because I believe in marriage. No, but that's what and I'm saying. And I believe that no, no, marriage no. is a higher level of commitment. So no, I but don't want to just boyfriend, girlfriend for another that's six months. That's what I was asking for clarification on. So say <laughs> that. Don't just say, I want to be married in six months. No, I think you need to have some more information behind that and why you believe in that. Because- there, people I don't fling. gotta tell you why I believe in it for me to believe in it. <laughs> really? I think that's so crazy. <laughs> I think that's a lack of communication because to me, it comes off as an ultimatum. But where you're coming from is purely it's not that way. You're just genuinely saying that you believe in marriage. You know, these things. I think it's mm-hmm. it goes back to, like you said, ultimatums get a negative connotation and the way you presented it is negative to me having the com or i'm coming from is more of a communication i want to spend the rest of my life with you but i want i believe in marriage i think that we should that's different than saying oh we need to be married in six months and yada but why (laughs) yeah i think it's like well I think to some degree for you all to have a conversation about an engagement or whatever, you had to have already known that each person believes in marriage. I think you have to, you have to have already gotten that far, I guess, in the relationship. If you're having this conversation, it's not just a one-off. It's not just every six months. If you, I mean, so you said you have to give them a a ultimatum. I'm sorry. So, so. Think about this situation that I that I said um, that my family member is in. They both believe in marriage because they were engaged and they were planning a wedding and they broke up and they got back together. Mm -hmm. And she said to him. What's the point of us going back to boyfriend and girlfriend for another five or 10 years? We know each other. We're used to each other. We already know we want to spend our lives together. I believe in marriage. I know you do too because we were going to get married. So I want to get married. And actually her ultimatum wasn't even engagement. It was like, no, I want us to take this to a higher level of commitment and we can go to the courthouse. We can do it at church on Sunday. We can do it in my backyard. Okay. 
So then I want this to happen. You said this story and it didn't happen and she's still there. That is my issue. Why are you still there? But my issue is, okay, why did you have, I guess, going back to the original, (laughs) how we started (laughs) this conversation and took us off topic. But why? Okay. You said this to him, but in your head, whether you give him the date or not, you need to be ready to walk away. And she's clearly not ready to walk away. Yeah, that's my point with ultimatum. Yes. Whether I tell you or not, I'm fucking walking away. So to me, I don't need to tell you I'm walking away because you're gonna see my back. That's my point. So you, in the you a little harsher than me. I'm at least sorry. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm like sorry. Oh, you at least you know. I don't want you just walk in the house and all my stuff gone. Look. You knew this day was coming. <laughs> but I feel like he still knew whether I gave him a timeline or not because of the conversations we've had. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where I say communication is key. And it's not always having to give a person. I don't have to write the script for you. Yeah. I just believe in making sure everybody knows. So there is no, um, there needs to be full clarity. Okay. Everybody need to know. I had said it was going to happen on November 1st. (laughs) November 1st came. It did not happen. November 2nd. I don't live here anymore. But I think that's what the problem is. People give these ultimatums, but they don't follow through when they don't get what they want. So to me, that's why I don't believe in ultimatums. For me, I'm going to show, I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. Because you, if I set, if I set the ultimatum and you tell me, hey, I recognize what you, I, I get it. And I'm there with you. If, if he would have told her, I get it. I don't want to have a shotgun wedding. So can we just work on planning something for six to eight months or whatever? But that still goes back to I think to she would have been okay with that. Right. Yeah. Communication. But that wasn't the case. The <laughs> case is like, oh, I don't, I don't even know if I don't, ooh, I don't know. Get married ooh, I don't. <laughs> That's how it seems to me. And I could, again, I'm just an outsider looking in, but it feels like, like he's still trying to make his mind up. Like. Girl, I don't even know you like that. <laughs> Y'all been together for like 50 years. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Like I'm out here still just trying to, you know, sow my wild oats. <laughs> what? Nigga, your oats I ain't even dead. tasted all your cooking yet. <laughs> I can't. But no, so I think, I think we're saying the same thing. I think it's just a matter of. To me, it's really about personally being ready regardless. Because when you get to me, I always think in my head, you give this person an ultimatum. If you're not ready to really follow through, don't even give the ultimatum. Look, ladies, if y'all want the script on ultimatums, email me personally. Please do. Because I'm not going to give it to you. I'm going to tell you, (laughs) shut your ass up and go sit down somewhere. Not only will I give you a script, I will also give you a plan of action just in case. (laughs) Because you got to have plan A and plan B. Let me tell you, before you start talking out your side of your neck, as they say, (laughs) you better have your plan A. And you better have that money saved so you can get your own place. You better make sure that credit is good so you don't get denied. Because... That's the and problem. Give, give him at least six months because you're not giving him six months. You're giving yourself six months and, to stack your paper. <laughs> and while y'all been cohabitating, you've been lax on saving money because I'm going to buy these new shoes. Nope. You better stack Mm-mm. that money. You better stack, stack your that. paper. Mm. Matter of fact, stack some extra paper. 
you know, talk him into paying down that credit card for you. <laughs> Girl, these student loans, babe. Mm, these student loans. <laughs> Have Messy. your plan A and a plan B in place. And again, if he does decide to propose and y'all get married, it's okay. All, now the money is commingled. Right. Well, no, now, no, now no. your good credit is 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 you know it benefits both of y'all, <laughs> so money, it's not a bad at, thing. <laughs> the money is not commingled. That's my good savings. My mother done taught me whether you're married or single, you better have your own savings. Look, the money is mm. commingled. Wink. Mm-hmm. Wink. <laughs> Some of it. <laughs> Some of it. <laughs> hey, he go. He go to passcode to my savings account. Excuse the me? one that ain't got but like two hundred dollars in. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Bae, you know I can't save. I've been paying these student loans. Because you won't pay them off for me. Right? Crazy. Like you got like 10 Gs somewhere else. Right. Look, look. Now, don't listen to Hey Cutie because, again, what? she'll have you stealing, man, stealing money from your man. <laughs> yep. Stealing money. That's you know. Stealing. Real quick. I had, um, the boy gave me his card to go buy some, what did I go buy? No, 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 get his clothes out of the cleaners. Get his clothes out of the cleaners. And so I was like, well, let me go to the ATM. I kind of felt like weird a little bit. Like You're stealing? <laughs> it felt like stealing a little bit because I got out more than what was necessary for the clothes because I was like, I'm going to get my waxing done. But then it was like, is like, I wonder if he gets an alert. I wonder how often he check his bank account. I wonder if he gonna know how much I. You know, it was kind of, like I was having a moment at the ATM. Like, am I on Hey Cutie plan? Wait a minute, right. let me self evaluate. So if my accent is thirty five plus the cleaners <laughs> plus twenty for me to go buy plus another twenty plus. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> you missy as hell. <laughs> and then if I round up. Because I got a tip. Really? (laughs) But she's talking about me. (laughs) At least I'm just like, look, cable bill, $80. It's really But it's it's really $38. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, I'm saving that extra money for when the fight come on and you want to order it. Mm -mm, That's how you do it. This is the thing. And I hate to say this because I know the boo listens, but this is how you do it. Men never know how much your hair costs. Well, how much? How much do it cost? Oh, that crochet going up! It's about three fifty by the time you buy the hair and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you. <laughs> if you don't edit that part out, um, <laughs> I can't. I might not be engaged next week. <laughs> <laughs> but crochets do cost like three fifty though, for real. That wasn't right? even I mean, a good example. Air and tip and oh. gas to drive over there and <laughs> lunch while I'm there. Look, <laughs> and an outfit because now your hair popping. <laughs> and I got to have money to go to the bar with my hair and my outfit. Because I got three fifty. <laughs> I'm not gonna look with you no more. <laughs> Not tonight, anyway. Okay. So I think we've yeah. just created unhealthy relationships. <laughs> it always comes full circle. That's how it happens. I am done. I'm done for the night. 
listen. So July 1st, be on the lookout. Please watch your so- social look. I don't finish my whole drink. And it was a big cup, people. (laughs) It was a whole 12 ounces, probably a little more. Yeah, that was a heavy pour. (laughs) July 1st is our anniversary. For our email subscribers, check your inbox in the morning. We'll give you the rules and regulations for the giveaway. For those who are not email subscribers, you have until Friday morning. To subscribe. To subscribe because, again, we will give you three ways to enter. So you want three chances to win. That's better than, like, lottery statistics right now, okay? Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And Uh, don't forget, we have our event um, presented by ID23Events. It's on Saturday, July 16th. And I don't think I mentioned it before, but it is in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Queen City. So if you're local, please look out for it. It's on Eventbrite. Please RSVP and come check us out live. Yes, yes, yes. And I'll have some new hair. Oh, <laughs> girl. Let me tell you how I'll be fresh from the salon because of my appointments that morning. <laughs> yes. Well, I think I'm going to have new hair. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> After this podcast, mm, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to have new hair, but it won't be for 350 <laughs> <laughs> And then please don't forget, Winter Escape is coming up 2017. You can go ahead and secure your spot with a $100 deposit, and that's winterescape.com. And please let them know that Drink to a Mary sent you. Yes. So that's all of our announcements for this week. Um, till the next time. Remember, it's better to be single, not sober. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Get out of them unhealthy relationships and get you some healthy drinks. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. All right. Cheers. Cheers.